to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning. It's a beautiful Thursday morning. Looking forward to a fun show today. It's Thursday mornings with Eric, so he's going to be joining me right around 8.20 for the remainder of the show. We've got lots to catch up on, and I'm looking forward to hearing his top headlines. Usually they have something to do with an animal or the Guinness Book of World Records, and it tends to be pretty darn silly. Definitely stick around. Your newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy in Bend, Redmond, and online at thomason.com. Good morning and happy Thursday. It's Megan. The construction improvements along Murphy Corridor and Bend will be wrapping up in the next couple of months. These improvements include a two-way left turn lane, shared use paths, bike lanes, protected pedestrian crossings, street lighting, and landscaping between sidewalks and curbs. The south and east leg of the Murphy Road Country Club Drive roundabout opened last November, and the remaining legs of the roundabout will open this summer. Provided the weather holds out so construction can continue uninterrupted, the street upgrades that began last fall between Country Club Drive and Peril Road will be completed this summer as well. Also, Regal Cinema opens in the Old Mill District tomorrow. The Old Mill Stadium 16 has been closed since October of last year because of the COVID pandemic. New safety protocols will be enforced, including masking and requiring two empty seats between each party. They also plan to increase the amount of fresh air being pumped into the individual theaters. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be in the mid-60s. Very nice. Sunny blue skies. Sun setting just before 8 o'clock this evening and our overnight lows right around 30 degrees. Currently in Bend, it's 43, 34 in Prineville and 48 in Sisters. Coming up next, here's something that might not be back after things get back to quote unquote normal after this pandemic. And this one is, man, it's just a tradition that we've had for so many years. And then, of course, things change and we have to reassess the actual health and safety of this. Um, So looking forward to talking about it because it's not like we won't be able to survive without this as an option. It's just switching things up a little bit. And it brings up the question of what what things might not be back. Coming up next. All the hits 1077 The Beat. There's definitely things that just won't be making a comeback after this pandemic. And some of it, right, we can let go. And, and uh, we have proven how adaptable we can really be. Now, what about going to ballparks and watching some baseball? It's really great to see that fans are back in in the ballparks watching baseball, but things aren't the same. All of the food and drink items are pre-wrapped or pre-sealed. So, for example, like hot dogs, they're coming in wrappers with packets of ketchup or mustard. There's no more serving stations with dispensers of condiments or trays of sauerkraut and onions. I mean, when you think about it now that we've gone through this year of the pandemic, the idea of a shared tray of sauerkraut sounds pretty daunting. So yes, our minds have changed and definitely these venues are trying to accommodate uh, how things are going to go in the future. You know, even sodas, sodas are coming in plastic bottles at ballparks, beer is coming in cans. So there's no more fountain drinks or like frosty droughts. None of that is happening right now. And um, it kind of makes you wonder as you know, what do you think about stadiums, concert venues, movie theaters? Are they all going to stick to prepackaged food and drinks? And how do we feel about it? I think I'm pretty on board 
um, except for the idea of how much trash is going to be produced. You know, those little packets. We, we just had Ani in um, talking to her on the phone from the Environmental Center, talking about plastic and the future of plastic and all these things that are wrapped at the grocery store that don't need to be wrapped. Um, it's, so that's, that's where the dilemma comes in for me. It's like, what does this mean for our environment, but also health of people? And it'll all work out in the end, I'm sure. Um, but it is interesting to think about what the future is and, and, and imagining not being able to go up and use that ketchup dispenser to the the greatest ability. I mean, you could load up that hot dog with however much ketchup you wanted, and now you're limited to just packets. Coming up this hour, we're talking about Zoom. How's it going? A whole year of doing some Zooming. Are you feeling a little burnt out? We'll talk about that. Um, also, your daily news beat is next, plus a check of your forecast. Newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning and happy Thursday. It's Megan. Regal Cinema reopens in the Old Mill District tomorrow. The Old Mill Stadium 16 has been closed since October of last year because of the COVID pandemic. New safety protocols will be enforced, including masking and requiring two empty seats between each party. They also plan to increase the amount of fresh air being pumped into the individual theaters. Also, Online kindergarten registration is now open in the Ben Lapine School District for the 2021-22 school year, which begins this fall. Students have to be five years old before September 1st to be eligible for kindergarten. Local, local elementary schools in the district will be holding virtual kickoff events through the end of this month. You can find the schedule of those events on the district's website. Taking a look at your forecast today, another beautiful day in Central Oregon, a ton of sunshine, mid-60s, beautiful, and I hope you find a way to enjoy some doing something outside today. Some clouds are coming in uh, and hanging out with us through the weekend, so today kind of looks like the big blue sky kind of day, uh, and overnight lows tonight, 30 degrees. Currently in Bend, it's 43, 34 in Prineville, and 48 in Sisters. Coming up next, how is Zoom going? Are you still doing quite a bit of Zoom calling, Zoom meetings, um, not going into the office? So Zoom is definitely part of your daily routine. And, and how does it make you feel? It turns out there's this new study out of Stanford, and it's talking about how women in particular are just exhausted from doing Zoom meetings. We'll talk more about this coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. So how's the Zoom thing going? Are you still doing quite a bit of it? Zoom meetings with your workmates. Uh, there's something to say, I think, that is kind of neat about Zoom is that if you want to get to the point in a meeting, uh, Zoom does that pretty well because there's not a lot of leeway for small talk. It's pretty difficult when there's like 10 to 15 different people in a Zoom chat and everybody's got their mic on or everybody's got their mic off. And it's hard to be like, hey, so-and-so, how was your weekend? So you kind of get to the point with a Zoom meeting. But it doesn't mean that we're not tired of Zoom meetings <laughs> because they can be pretty exhausting. And it turns out they can be particularly exhausting for women. This a new research from Stanford University talks about how Zoom fatigue is real and it's especially experienced by women. This study says 14% of women reported feeling very to extremely fatigued after Zoom calls compared to 5% of men. The biggest reason? Women looking at themselves or what this study is calling self-focused attention, which refers to a heightened awareness of how one comes across or how one appears in a conversation. 
Basically, women focus on the way they look during Zoom calls, which stresses them out. It's exhausting. Yes, I could not agree with this more. I mean, I, I don't do a lot of Zoom calls. I don't. But how many times have I FaceTimed someone and I, I catch myself checking myself out in one of the top corners of my phone on FaceTime? And I'm like, I'm here to talk to my friend. Why am I checking myself out? But I also don't want there to be something on my face and no one tell me about it. So you're kind of just taking advantage of the situation here because in regular day-to-day life, you don't have a reflection of yourself, which is probably for the best. <laughs> I want to give a special shout out to General Duffy's in Redmond. They hosted a benefit concert this last weekend, and it was incredible. They hosted this benefit concert for Trey Anderson, who's a local musician and producer fighting stage four cancer, and they helped raise $25,000. A huge thank you to Central Oregon community for your support, your generosity, for General Duffy's, for hosting this benefit concert to help out Trey Anderson. This is amazing. This is what community is for and just shows how uh, amazing it is to be a part of it here. I feel so lucky. General Duffy's, you're the best. Thank you. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Tomorrow morning on the show, right at this time, I'm going to be talking with Lauren, and we're continuing a wedding COVID style with Lauren. Lauren has been executing flawlessly successful weddings and events for years, and she's published two books to help plan your wedding day during a pandemic. One is called Planning a COVID Wedding, and the other is Planning a COVID Elopement, and they are so detailed and uh, very hands-on. You won't miss a beat with these things. But I'm looking forward to tomorrow's topic. We're talking about trending favors and gifts for weddings. So if you have any question for Lauren, it doesn't even have to be on this topic, you're more than welcome to email me, meg at 1077thebeat.com, and I will I will ask her that question or at least get you guys in contact. Tomorrow, we're also going to be giving away one of these planning books. So if you're in the market for a planning, a COVID wedding insider bride guide, then uh, make sure to be tuning in tomorrow right around 7.45. And uh, looking forward to chatting with Lauren more as we continue a wedding COVID style with Lauren. Few minutes after eight on this beautiful Thursday morning. And it is, it's Thursday mornings with Eric. He's coming in in about 20 minutes, so make sure to stick around for that. We've got your daily news beat coming up next as well as a check your forecast. Your newsbeat is brought to you by the Thomason Auto Group. Thomason Auto, the best way to buy and bend Redmond and online at thomason.com. Good morning and happy Thursday. It's Megan. The construction improvements along Murphy Corridor and Bend will be wrapping up in the next couple of months. Those improvements include a two-way left turn lane, shared use paths, bike lanes, protected pedestrian crossings, street lighting, and landscaping between sidewalks and curbs. The south and east leg of the Murphy Road Country Club Drive Roundabout opened last November, and the remaining legs of the roundabout will open this summer. Providing the weather holds out so construction can continue uninterrupted, the street upgrades that began last fall between Country Club Drive and Peril Road will be completed this summer as well. Also, Regal Cinema reopens in the Old Mill District tomorrow. The Old Mill Stadium 16 has been closed since October of last year because of the COVID pandemic. New safety protocols will be enforced, including masking and requiring two empty seats between each party. They also plan to increase the amount of fresh air being dumped into the individual theaters. Also, online kindergarten registration is now open in the Ben Lapine School District for the 2021-22 school year, which begins this fall. 
Students will have students have to be five years old before September 1st to be eligible for kindergarten. Local elementary schools in the district will be holding virtual kickoff events through the end of the month. You can find the schedule of those events on the district's website. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like high is going to be in the mid-60s, a ton of blue sky, gorgeous, sunshine, clouds coming in tomorrow, however. Looks like mid-60s as well as tomorrow, but definitely more clouds. Saturday and Sunday, we're even expecting rain, which I'll believe it when I see it, uh, not to say we don't need it. I think that would be kind of nice. <laughs> it has been so dry, I can't keep up with my humidifier, my lotion, my chapstick. It's the change of the season, too. It totally does that to me every year. Currently in Bend, it's 43. It is 46 in Prineville, and it's 55 in Sisters, warming up very quickly in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by U.S. Cellular. Come check out America's locally grown wireless at U.S. Cellular. Visit Cascade Wireless, a U.S. Cellular authorized agent located in Bend on South Highway 97, in Madras on Highway 97, or in Prineville on Northeast 3rd Street. And now, Megan and the Morning listeners, put your hands together for this entertainer, content creator, and media professional man. It's Thursday Mornings with Eric. It feels like everything is right. It does. Yeah, yeah. it just fits right in. It, I feel good when I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Oh, good. Well, how was the drive-in? The drive-in was good today. It's not far, like I said, but uh, today it's so nice out. Had all the windows down. Wow. Playing some of my favorite tunes. It's early to have getting, the windows getting down. Getting ready for all the hits. All the hits. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun today. I can't wait. I have uh, a couple of fun questions on the docket today. Um, a little get-to-know-you uh, stuff better. And... Stuff better, get to know you stuff better. That'll work. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, also, I, I want to talk to you about scientists coming up with a pill for a broken heart. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. So I would wonder if you want to experience that broken heart again, or would you rather take a pill to just alleviate, just alleviate. that pain. I want to know what that even means. I know, I know. See, we have lots to talk about, yeah, Eric. And we you do. brought in your notebook. I have my notebook, my trusty purple notebook. It's not purple. It's more of a teal. It's my, teal, yeah. My teal notebook, <laughs> as usual. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun. Stick around. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. And tell me, what's happened in your life the last week? What's the latest? Well, I mean, gosh, I'll tell you this. Other than being a little too probably overly optimistic and putting away a lot of my winter clothes, oh. uh, <laughs> not a lot of them, but enough of them to where I can make room for some of the nicer one, or the nicer weather ones. Sure. Uh, we're getting ready to go camping for the oh first time gosh, of the right. season, if you will. Yeah, what's uh, the big plan? Where are you guys going? We have a couple of different places we're okay. thinking about going. We're going to kind of make a game day decision based on weather. Sure. Uh, but yeah, we're very excited. We finally, we're pulling all, we're pulling together all of the equipment. So we've had the equipment in the past, but some of it was old and some of it was uh, a p parent-in-laws. Sure. Uh, so we finally you are getting all of our, things. yeah, inherited things. Uh, so we got our own tent and we got our own uh, storage stuff and all of our bedding and we have dog Ooh camping supplies and we're gonna go full on wow are you doing Very this the, the whole entire weekend two nights i think we're doing i think we have planned three nights but it might rain on oh, yeah. what is it sunday so mm -hmm. if it rains sunday we're just gonna pack it in we might stay sunday night if it's nice out but okay. you never know how things go with the weather you don't so no the weather can change i mean it could rain for like two seconds and then and the rest of the day it's beautiful and we're equipped for light rain so if it rains a little bit and we're feeling good yeah. we'll just power through and this is going to be the first time camping with two dogs with two dogs, yes. Yeah. So we've camped with 
each other. We've camped with, <laughs> I'm talking about, of course, my wife, Z. Uh, we have also camped with one dog, but not for very long. Okay. Uh, so we've never done two dogs for a longer a period of time. Period so of it's not time. really an extended period for, for a full weekend. Okay. Now, are you a big camper? We both love camping. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. this is like a completely normal. Because I'm like, it's April. Yeah, no. And it's it's supposed to be nice. Not super nice, but nice uh, enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we have, you know, all the warmth we'll need. And I love, I love an excuse to go be outside somewhere and have an excuse to be like just a little bit dirty. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That way you can really get We're those nice Birkenstocks kind of, yeah. and put them to good use. Oh, man. You know how I love a pair of stocks. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Coming up next, okay, Eric, I was just reading this article about Vin Diesel and mm. that he's going to be starring in a movie based on the Rock'em Sock'em Robots toy from back in the day. <laughs> I can't even begin to explain how in I am. <laughs> I can't even begin to explain. This was Perfect. not light reading you were doing. This it's, is some pretty heavy literature. The, you got this this is pretty heavy. And uh, you can already imagine, right? Vin Diesel, Rock'em Sock'em toy. Um, but the idea where I want to take this, <laughs> not so much more about the movie, even though I know that's going to be like a major blockbuster hit, um, is all about... Maybe some old toys that mm. maybe your parents might have in the attic for mm -hmm. you to come collect one day. Oh, I've got those. Uh, see, I knew you would. I do. Perfect. Well, let's talk about those next because I have a feeling that your toys might be similar to some other people's. Yeah. And we can have like a toy off. I, lo I love this toy comparison idea. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about it next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. It's Megan and Eric. We're diving right into this uh, uh, fun topic. And it came from this article I was reading about Vin Diesel and how he's supposedly going to be starring in a movie based on the Rock'em Sock'em Robots yeah. toy from Which back Which I have in the questions day. about, but we'll, I'll, I'll borrow them for now. Sure, yeah, that sounds good. Let's yeah, put them on the back burner for now. Because I, I'm curious to know if maybe you still have like a Rock'em Sock'em toy in your parents' basement or attic. Or, mm -hmm. or you know, if not that particular toy, maybe there's something else. Oh, see, I was... As a child, as a little boy, I was a big like combat action figure, fight sport, game toy type of thing. Yeah. So I I hundred percent have the OG yellow boxing ring, red, blue, oh, rock'em sock'em yeah. setup. I have that still at my parents' house. Oh in, nice. in a in a, a storage bin somewhere. Sure. Uh, another one I really liked, and I'm not sure if everyone will remember these, but it's kind of akin to the Rock'em Sock'em Robot. They're called karate fighters. Okay. Okay. So you put a little karate guy at the end of a, like a long stick that goes on a table. He sits at the end of your little stick, and at the end, by your hand, there's a little knob you turn, and it makes the guy who's sitting on the little thing spin around and flail his arms and legs like the karate moves. Oh. And if he hits the other little karate fighter in the chest, the other one pops off. Oh, whoa. And wow. so, right. And so, so there's much action in one little and toy. And that was one of my favorite toys ever. So I had a bunch of different fighters that went on the little sticks. And those are all for sure. This is like Mortal Kombat, but non-video game. Right. It's like an analog, in real life, Mortal Kombat oh game. Oh my gosh. That's a really good comparison. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Well, I, I really enjoyed Mortal Kombat. And that actually is um, one of the things that my mother has still held on to. I, I could go down the Beanie Baby route, but I've like at nauseum talked about that. That's definitely something yeah. that I have now. We had a lot of Beanie Babies too. God. Did you have any valuable Beanie Babies that... In hindsight, you're like, why didn't I keep that or keep it nice or sell it? Or Well, Eric, I haven't gotten rid of them, so we could go through them together. You they're realize now they're in worth garage. some money, right? Well, that's what they say, although sometimes I'm just not quite convinced. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. There is money hiding in these attics because I sold several hundred dollars worth of Pokemon cards, which is very similar to the collectability really? uh, recently. <gasps> what? In Bend. That was such a big deal. I mean, I didn't like... sell to other people in Bend, but I sold it on eBay <laughs> well, since I've been in Bend, I should say. Uh-huh. 
Uh, Interesting. So yeah, well, the Beanie if, Babies are worth money. Beanie Babies, we're hoping. Um, but one thing I do think my mother has that I think is worth money is she has. My mom really likes video games, and so we have no so kidding. many different consoles. We have like the, we have two classic Nintendo, two classic Nintendo consoles. Yeah. We I wrote these down. We have a Nintendo sixty four, a Super Nintendo, You're a Wii, me. and an Xbox. And she was super into playing like Doom and Tomb Raider on PC. You are kidding? Isn't me. that funny? So I'm like, I love that. But immediately love here's that. the thing though is that I asked her if I could borrow the Nintendo 64 Thorne had a friend coming into town and she was straight up like no. you're gonna bring that back right <laughs> and I'm like well, I thought mom, you were gonna it's say not she even said like no. <laughs> she pretty much did she, <laughs> she was watching me in my every move packing up those very precious little remote controllers and the two games that we have for it Mario I mean, Kart that's impressive because when they're kept in really nice condition like that they are actually worth something to somebody right yeah, so anyway. I have an old Super Nintendo sitting at the house, but nothing like what you're talking about. That's a treasure trove of old gaming consoles that my mother is not letting me touch. Which <laughs> is kind of amazing. They're staying in pristine condition. Even it's after nine, all the hits, 107.7 The Beat. It's Thursday mornings with Eric, and we are talking about a uh, a pill that is in the works to help mend broken heart syndrome. And see, I thought it already existed and I thought it was just basically anything from like Def Leppard or White Snake. I thought you <laughs> swallow that pill with a Bud Light and a pizza and you just wake up the next day feeling a little bit stronger and you do that for a couple of weeks and then you yeah, that was that was the pill I was aware of. Well, that's actually that's a pretty darn good you know situation. It does it, work. It does work. It doesn't work quickly. It's not like a course of antibiotics. You got to kind of <laughs> sink with the ship and then and then eventually you know rise again. Cool. So we're going to talk more about this particular pill coming on from Australia next. From SZA, it's good days, which every single day would probably be good if there was a pill that would make it great. You know, if you're not going to be yeah. able to suffer through a heartbreak, yeah. then and be able to just take a pill to get over it. But I want to know where they draw the line on this, because that's tricky, because like what constitutes a heartbreak, right? What if you yeah. go to the supermarket, they're out of tricks and you're like, <laughs> this is a terrible day. I'm going to take one of these pills and then you're just high all the time because yeah. everything breaks your heart. That's You're, tricky. That is tricky. So this all comes from Australia. These researchers in Australia say they have discovered a drug that can actually mend a broken heart. Broken heart syndrome is a real thing and can mimic the symptoms of an actual mm -hmm. heart attack like chest pain, shortness of breath, mm -hmm. an irregular heartbeat. Uh, the article says we show... For the first time, a drug that shows preventative and therapeutic benefit is important to a healthy heart. The drug not only slows cardiac injury, but also reverses the damage caused to the stressed heart. So they're wow. basically saying, yeah, this would help in a heart attack situation, which is similar to broken heart syndrome. Okay. So, so that's a little bit more technical than my silly reading of it. I understand that. Well, what do you think about this? I, I think, mean, I think it's a good thing to have available. I think it sounds tricky. Yeah, right. I think it's hard to be like, you don't deserve this pill. You know, get over yourself. Like, that's not really my Maybe place. Maybe it's something a therapist prescribes. Yeah. You know, rather yeah. than a clinical situation. Well, I mean, that would be clinical, of course, but maybe they're like, you know, maybe it's not a doctor. Yeah. They do it for the heart attack, and then the therapist is the one who decides if you're. That would make Writing sense, that probably. line of, of exhibiting heart attack like symptoms. Sure. 
The other part of me is like, you know, yes, I have had my heart broken. And then I went through this like fantastic emo stage. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, like the I, beautiful you, colors you display as you burn yeah. <laughs> from these horrible experiences. That's part of the fun in hindsight. I, I, yeah. In, in it, you're like, oh, this is the worst thing ever. I will never come out of this. I yeah. am heartbroken. This person deserves to die because they made me feel this way. And that's not a good place right. to be. Yep. And um, then ultimately you come out the other side as some other kind of butterfly or moth. Depends. I'm not judging uh, yeah whatever you want to be but you learn from those things mm-hmm. you know tricky situations hard situations heartbreak you like become stronger you can't so just have a hard reset button for you it you've got to like, go yeah. through that I, i'm with you on that i know on the flip side uh, hindsight's 2020 you know while you're in it if you need it you take it i'm just saying i'm prescribing uh at least a couple songs by Def leopard before you try the pill yeah there we go see yeah. start there All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, and coming up next... We have a guy in Illinois bowling a perfect game with a little something extra added to his bowling ball, and then bonus points, if we get to it, we have an unlikely subject... uh, Really? uh, ...discovered uh, in a home invasion. Dun, dun, dun! Great headlines coming from Eric. Coming up next, Dua Lipa, Break My Heart on 107.7 The Beat. From Tiesto, it's the business, all the hits, 107.7 The Beat, and Eric has some serious business to talk about today. These are some top headlines. So (laughs) we have an Illinois man who paid tribute to his deceased father by bowling a perfect 300 with a bowling ball that contained some of his deceased father's ashes. Oh, wow. Which is bizarre. It's a little morbid. Yeah, I want it to be great, but it seems... It, but it, it kind of is like the, so the way this is presented, it is a very positive thing, right? So sure. John Hinkle is 39 year old guy. He's a two time NCAA Division one bowling champion, which Gee, wow. So wow. He, but wow. he has a two handed bowling style, which, again, I didn't even know existed. Can he, you wait? He uses both, both hands, hands but, <laughs> but apparently because of the ruling, if you use both hands, you can only use two finger rolls. You can't use three. So he filled in the thumb hole with his dad's. Ashes. Oh, wow. So that he could continue to bowl with a signature two-hand style and use his father. I've learned so much. his ball uh-huh. to bowl a perfect game. So he it was a way to tri- pay tribute to his father who introduced him to bowling. And he loves wow. the sport. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing where, to me, it gets a little tough. Uh-huh. So his father never bowled the perfect game. Okay. He only ever bowled a 299. Well, and as you know, you need a 300 for a Very bit. close. So to me, it feels like, yes, it's a tribute. Mm-hmm. But if you love the sport more than anything, you introduce <laughs> your son and his, your, both your sons to it. Uh-huh. And then, you, you know, you eventually you die, as people do. Uh, and then you're looking down or up from wherever you are. And you see your son bowl just one point <laughs> higher than you with you in the ball in front of your whole bowling league. Is that more of an insult or a tribute? Oh, it could be kind of like a... I didn't meet the man. I don't know how he would see that. But that, to me, that, look, I don't know. That is so funny. It is kind of like literally slapping pins in his face. In, in the quote here, it's special. This is the son, uh, John. It's special. Dad shot 298, 299, never had a 300. <laughs> so even there, it feels like he knows it. Yeah, he does. And then he goes, I had goosebumps. <laughs> Chills. Hinkle said, he was there. Well, yeah, he was, he was literally, he was literally, that was, you know, that's a little less symbolic than it is literal. He was literally in the thumb hole. Uh huh. (laughs) There's so many things I've learned in this and I think you're right. Like, yes, obviously it's very symbolic and sweet and wonderful and we should just leave it at that. But he did it in front of his whole bowling league. I really like the extra layer of drama. I think he kind of, he kind of threw a digger in there. He kind of literally wanted to throw his dad into some pins. A little kidney shot. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Thursday mornings with Eric, and I have a solid question for you. I can't today. wait. Really solid. Um, you're the victim of a crime, Eric. Which TV detective do you want on your case? So I, I'm gonna go with uh, Monk. Oh, of course. Be- because he's he's sort of a crime scene investigator as well, but he yeah. functions more like a detective. I want someone with a feverish dedication to odd little details and facts that they're yeah. not emotional about. Because I'll be emotional. I'll be emotional all day uh-huh. long. Oh, you know. So I need someone to be like, okay, okay, okay. And that's not helping me. Right. I'm paying attention to all the little details. I'm fastidious. Yes. Detail oriented. I'm going to get this done. I'm a little odd. That's fine. I don't need a best friend. Right. No, no, no. You I need just, a good detective. You need somebody who's really just going to take it, the job seriously. Like, like that's a trope of TV detectives. They're all like kind of hard to deal with. That's fine. As long as they get the job done, let them be. Uh, I, right. There's yeah. still 20 minutes left in the episode. They're being themselves. I don't need to go get brunch with them. Right. I want them to be super serious. And that's why I think I'm choosing Olivia Benson, who's Mariska Hardigay. Good call. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, I mean, she's just a crowd favorite. She's so awesome. Awesome. As composed. Oh my gosh. Dedicated to her job. Yeah. She doesn't take crap from anyone. Justice driven. Yes. Totally. And, and she's a good team team player. Totally. She really thinks of all the different you cool know, avenues. Outfits. Very cool. She's super stylish. Very stylish. Great hair. See, that's something that would be nice if someone's investing on, uh, investigating something on my behalf. I would yeah. like them to be there looking good. Looking That's something good. Monk doesn't bring to the table. Okay, yeah. You well, know? he's a little on the lazier side or something. Yeah, in that he's a little disheveled. Right? Disheveled, mm-hmm. that's the word mm-hmm. for it. Well, it's good to know that if we were ever stuck in a situation, we have some solid people on. They'd make a good team. They would be, they would. Hey, maybe they should create a show. Monk and Mariska. <laughs> it just has a nice ring to it. It only seems fitting to end with Young Gravy. Oops. It, yeah, it is. It's That just feels like, it feels a little like someone just bowled a 300 with me in the thumb hole. <laughs> That good, huh? <laughs> really fitting, nice, and a solid success. Yeah. Thank you so much, Eric, for coming in, hanging out with me every Thursday. It's just so much fun. It's like a little, uh, you know, just a nice his spearheading into the weekend. Yeah, it's a I'll lot be, of fun. I'll be counting the days till next week. I think there's going to be six or seven of them. Yeah, I think you're about right. Yeah. So, um, how are you celebrating the day? Uh, well, I'm going to be, as I mentioned, we're going to be going camping this weekend, so I got to set the tent up and then waterproof it a little bit. We're going to spray it with Ooh. some waterproofer. That, get ready that's to go. That's a thing? Yeah. See, I just don't know anything about camping. Mm-hmm. No wonder I don't like it that much. Turns out there's things called waterproofing tents. Yeah, you can do it. What? It can be done. Can you water... Can you? Just, is it like a industrial spray? spray? No, no, it's not too industrial. You just you treat the... There's like a there's like a rain cover that comes with the tent, yeah. and you treat it with an extra rain repellent. Can you use that on your shoes? Probably. I mean, you know what? I'm going to find that out for you. Yeah, let but me there, know. I'm sure there's a waterproofer out there for your shoes. I bet you there is. Why is you got a pair of shoes that can't get wet? Well, the, here's the thing is that <laughs> coming from Western Washington, that was a real issue. And yeah. Uggs were super popular. And those things Ooh, were not no. waterproof. That's pure suede. Then that would just like they'd get ruined in moments. You got to dip them in wax. That's how you usually <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Moving to Central Oregon, it's like a completely different ball game. You just got to watch out for dust. Yeah. You got to get something that's dust colored. That's a good That's point. A good way. That's why Birkenstocks. <laughs> it's amazing how we just bring those things back in. <laughs> well, have a great time camping. Please tell Z I said hi. I and I can't wait to catch up with you next week. Well, thanks for having me. And I will see you next Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.